0: beautiful friends, welcome to the Arise to Life podcast where we share real and raw conversations about our sometimes crazy but always beautiful kind of lives.
1: I'm Madison. Hey, it's Jill. It's me, Sarah. And hey, it's Ashlyn, and we are so excited that you're joining us today. Our desire is to encourage every girl in every season to arise to the abundant life that is waiting for her. Whether you're wrestling your toddlers or having a cup of coffee, we're here to come alongside of you and share the ups and downs of our faith, friendship, and everything in between.
2: all right welcome to our raw reel this week um so for those of you who have been around for a minute you already know what a raw reel is but i just want to explain it to anybody who's new so basically a rise to life is all about being real and raw and so we like to take just one short little segment um in between our episodes to share something about our everyday life with you in a way that god is speaking to us in our everyday life we're firm believers that it's not just in the church that he speaks to us but he speaks to us on a daily basis and so through the interactions with our kids or each other or just day-to-day things we like to share a way that god is working in our lives so who wants to go first today
3: mine was at a to b but so most of my like all of my life i've been a bold person and it came out negatively most of my life like i it was made me confrontational i wasn't afraid to fight i it got me in trouble more than i can tell you um i'd say it's probably why i ran down the drug world is because there was no limitations and that enticed me You know, the bold with my boldness, I could just do whatever in that world, and so um, I'd say that's why that influenced it. And then when I became a believer, it was just confusing at times. Like it was misplaced. Like it, I, it was something I tried to run from, but I couldn't because if somebody's sitting at a table being mistreated, I can, like, I physically have to hold back, right? And so it wasn't until this last day to be, I was praying with a woman and um, she was getting delivered from things and I had to be bold and I had to look at her in the eye and I had to tell her, I had to speak God's truth over her, but I had to make her look at me like she didn't want to look at me and I had to be bold and call her by name and the like the other two amazing women that were with me um were there being kind and gentle and that was amazing but I had to be the one that would step in and be like no you need to look at me so I can talk to you and then she received it and for the first time like after it was done and after I watched her get um freedom after and we stood up I thought this is why I have never felt the adrenaline that I felt in that moment. And I said, this is why he gave me this boldness. And for the first time, it wasn't misplaced. And it was used for his glory. And I understood why I had it.
2: Yeah, that's good. I think that sometimes the enemy wants to take those things that God puts inside of us and taint them, you know, into a place where we
3: run from them when God wants us to embrace certain parts of us. And use them for his kingdom and to help people be set free and just to speak life into people you know and a lot of times speaking life into people it takes bold
2: Mm -hmm. people
0: yeah my raw real so the the lord's been working on relationships with me um just how to steward the right word how to steward them well how to just have relationships like he wants us to have and they're all about love you know his greatest commandment is love one another and he hit me hard and I wasn't loving people like I was supposed to and that goes with my husband that goes with uh, my kids my friendships everything you know I just wasn't loving like I was supposed to right as Sarah's pointing at herself I really mistreat Sarah (laughs) she's so
1: mistreated yeah
0: (laughs) but I wasn't loving people well and he really convicted me of that one day so we've been kind of on this journey together of how to love people well and how to have relationships the correct way and so a quick story with this I went to the gym the other day and I've been going for a few weeks and one of my goals for this year is to be disciplined in every area of my life whether it's reading my word you know doing different things but um, going to the gym and eating right is one of those things and so I've been. Basically, you know, get in, do what I'm supposed to, what I'm going there to do and get out and get back home and do what I need to do at home. And so I've been doing that for a few weeks. And then one day I left the gym and it's like I walked out the door and right as I got outside, the Lord was like, what are you doing? And he said, You're wearing like you're wearing encounter apparel almost every time you go. Um, You might say hi and how are you and smile, but that's it. You're not building relationships. You're not loving people well. You're not doing the things that we've been working on. And I'm like, But we're also working on discipline, right? Like, I'm supposed to get in and get out and be disciplined in the gym. And he's like, But if you don't love, then what's like, what's it matter? None of it matters unless you love people well. So, and then it was like the next day I got to talk to this woman that was there and and start building relationships, a relationship with her. And then it's like every day after that, I get to talk to someone new and, and a lot of them have been to Ashes to Beauty or to Encounter. And it's just been really cool to see how, um, that was a gut punch. You know what I mean? Like going in, I thought I was doing something good and really I wasn't loving people like I was supposed to, but Being in ministry doesn't just mean that my mission field starts and ends at Encounter or starts and ends here at the Cove because this is a place where it's easy to be in ministry. But whenever I go out into the real world and even if it's at the gym where, I mean, I feel like gyms have this reputation for maybe not being the most godly place. You know what I mean? How people, sometimes how people dress or how they talk in different ways Everywhere we go is our mission field, is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And we're called to love people well. So
2: I think that's good. And I mean, for people who aren't on Encounter Cove and who want to be in a mission field, it's such an encouragement. You can go to the grocery store, or the gas station, yeah. and find mm-hmm. a mission field yeah. there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Something that I pray that for Dylan and I every day. And like when we pray with each other before we go, it's just that, Lord, give us an opportunity today to minister to somebody, to show somebody your love. Because it can literally be somebody that walks into his welding shop that just, that might be the only piece of God's love they get you know like it's I don't know it's just something that I almost look forward
2: to like what is God going to give me the opportunity today yeah I I think of when we were trying to like nail down our podcast and stuff we were listening to other ones to try Mm -hmm. to like model after them a little bit and we listened to uh the pink mug is yeah, that, yeah, and I remember the very first one I ever listened to was Savannah Lindell talking about how her and her mom were going to get their yeah, nails yeah. done and how they prayed that God would give them an opportunity and then they got to share mm-hmm. his love in the nail salon, and that really stuck with me. Yeah, me too. you know, that's how we want to live, is everywhere mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we're wearing Jesus. Yeah, you know, that's good. Um, okay, so mine. So, I shared a little bit on Facebook um, my struggle in the past few months with just depression and anxiety, and it just been kind of in the lowest place of my life a little bit, like just really struggling with my mood and, you know, just feeling really low. And I'm coming out of that and I'm feeling a lot better, and God is really bringing some freedom and healing to me. And I remember this Monday, um, was just an amazing day. I text you all and I was like, this weather just does something to myself. It was 70 degrees. It was beautiful. It was sunny. I just ate super healthy all day. I went for a run and I was feeling on top of the world and like God was doing things in my heart. I was listening to these amazing messages and it was just an amazing day and I felt so good. And then fast forward to Wednesday, I just ha- I had a struggle with one of my kids. It's my, my oldest son. I'm not going to go into detail in case he ever listen to this, which he's 15, so I doubt he's ever going to listen, but <laughs> just in case. Um, I won't go into a lot of detail, but he is, he just got his permit. He has his first girlfriend, and it's just a new season for us. It's It feels different. You know, our relationship is evolving, and, you know, some things are challenging, and so I went through this kind of struggle with him, and I just kind of got back to this place of feeling down again, and i was just like man how can i go from that high to that low and what is god doing and it felt in that moment like like am i going back to that place and it felt a little bit scary for a minute and then god reminded me of this verse in romans 8 and it says and we know that god causes everything to work together for the good of all those who love god and are called according to his purpose for them and he just reminded me that it doesn't matter if it's a high or a low day that he's with me um, and that I can trust him through the highs and the lows. And it doesn't say in that verse that all the good things that you experience work for your good. It says all things work for our good. And that includes the good days and the bad days and the in between. So mm-hmm. that was just God encouraging me that whether you're on the top of the world mountain that day or in a valley, he's with you and he's working it all for your good. Yeah, that's,
1: yeah. Good. that's, good. that's
2: really good mine
1: is and if you've been to the last couple server trainings you heard it but just the season that we're walking in right now is where the lord has called us to sell our house and move to camp and so um as easy as maybe that would sound because our family is here and you know that's the ministry that we're in it's been really difficult for us because um we're still able to do what we do in the ministry where we're at and it's comfortable um but the lord didn't want us just to be comfortable and so um moving from the farm and selling our house, and I had two dogs. Um, Australian Shepherds are my favorite, and I've had these two. I raised them for puppies and um, got to have a litter out of them, and it was so much fun. We just enjoyed that that little, I don't know, having all those puppies. It was a blast. Like, I loved having them, and I knew that as we come to camp, they're high-energy dogs, so they have to, like, run, you know, and I'm like, I can't take them. I, I can't take them with me if I come, and so um, I had to sell them, and I thought it was going to be okay. Like, I was just going to it was kind of like I had all these feelings, and I had just kind of held on to the feeling part about this decision, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Because as they drove out the driveway with the lady that bought them, um, I just started bawling, and I hit the field um, behind the house and just started walking. And I'm not one to be super vulnerable. I've been vulnerable with people and got burned, but I became super vulnerable that day with the Lord in the field, and I started speaking things out loud that, um, I had held inside, like why, why do other people get to walk in their calling and they don't, they don't have to get rid of everything. They don't have to put everything to the wayside. All the thoughts and feelings that I had bottled inside. Um, I just began to get them out and just speak them to the Lord and be really vulnerable with the Lord. And, um, it felt so freeing. And the Lord said to me that day, he said, you want to see my hand in everything, but you haven't put everything in the palm of my hand. And it just broke me because I realized like yes I know the Lord said go and yes I had given him what I thought was everything and going but I didn't surrender my feelings my emotions all of these little things that the Lord isn't intimidated by my feelings and emotions and he wants those too and so I hadn't given him my whole heart I hadn't given him my full surrender and so I had a time where I was just surrendering all of those things that I had bottled inside such as all the feelings that come with it because there's a lot of feelings that have come with um this decision and this move and um Man, what I thought was surrendered to what actually was surrender once that walk in the field was over was amazing to me because it was such a weight off my chest that I really didn't even know was there until it was gone. But it was just really eye-opening to me that making sure that really the full surrender is the full surrender because partial surrender isn't surrender and the Lord can't, he can, but he won't put put his hand in everything if you're not giving everything to him in his hand. And so that stood out to me and spoke to me in this season and will speak to me in every season because I will make sure that um, in all things I'm surrendering and giving every single detail, every single piece of whatever season or whatever struggle I'm facing, making sure that I don't bottle those things up inside and um, being vulnerable. I mean, that's what we're about here. And so um, learning to be vulnerable is something, too, that I have just kind of been learning to do because it's hard, you know, to trust people, um, not necessarily even if it's somebody that hasn't hurt you. Like, none of these girls here have necessarily hurt me, but because I've been hurt before, it's just hard to trust people, you know, and so that's just another
2: part of the journey and kind of what the Lord is just walking me through lately.
3: Yeah, that's good.
2: I want to reiterate that you want to see my hand in everything, Mm -hmm. but you haven't put everything in the palm of my hand. That's Mm -hmm. what he spoke to you, and so I think that's a word for a lot of people Mm -hmm. listening. Like, is there something that you haven't put in the palm of his hand you want to see his hand in it but you haven't put it in his hands yet. you know we just want to encourage you guys to look for him in your everyday life because he's there he's in the middle of the diapers he's in the middle of the mess and the dishes and all the things and so maybe you need to take to the field and and have a all-out vulnerable moment with the lord um, or in the car or wherever you're at but we just want to encourage you to see him in the day-to-day tasks so we love you all and thank you for listening Bye. bye